And now, coming to you from the classiest radio station on the air, this is... Evie right back with Midweek Musings. Alright, hello everybody and welcome back to Midweek Musings. I'm your host, Evie Breitbach, a sophomore student at St. Ambrose University, and welcome to my podcast. So by the time you're listening to this, I think it's going to be late September, and as I'm recording, it is September 11th, (laughs) and the weather has finally started to feel like fall, and I'm literally so excited because fall is the best, and you can't tell me otherwise. Although, every single time that it changes seasons, I'm like, oh, this is my new favorite. (laughs) Every, I don't know, every season has its, has its thing, but fall is, like, nostalgic, and obviously pumpkin spice, and, like, I can start wearing pants and sweaters again. (sighs) Huh, love. If you're new to the show, Midweek Musings, this is a podcast where I talk about a philosophical or unanswerable question every week, and we kind of discuss it, and sometimes we come to a conclusion, but most of the time we don't. Um, it's not about the destination though. It's about the journey. Remember that. (laughs) I just came up with that on the spot. Anyway, so today I have a very exciting topic for this episode of Midweek Musings and it came to me all the way back in July when I was meeting up with some old friends. We were sitting in the food court of a mall and my one friend says to me, Evie, you know how we have free will? And I'm just sitting there like, what? I'm used to him saying super out-of-pocket things, but this was a new one. So I'm like, yeah, what about it? And he says, well, I technically have free will, and if I wanted to, there's nothing stopping me from standing up on this table and screaming at the top of my lungs. And if I did that, for one moment, I would have every single person's attention. That got me thinking about the concept of free will, and more specifically, does free will even exist? That's what I want to try and tackle on today's episode. Free will seems like such an open-ended topic. The definition of free will is as followed. The power of acting without the constraint of necessity or fate, or the ability to act at one's own discretion. Basically, the meat of this argument is questioning whether our actions are predetermined by God, fate, or anything else, or if we have free will and we make undetermined choices. In this context, a free will choice would be an undetermined one. But what is an undetermined choice? It can only be a completely random choice for anything that isn't fundamentally random would mean that there is some reason for you to do it. And basically every action we do has a reason. We choose to eat, why? Because we're hungry. We choose to stand up on a table and scream at the top of our lungs, why? To demand attention. See what I mean? Everything that we do has some sort of reason whether or not you think it does. Or most things. Most people, however, think their choices are free choices because they are determined by me. A free choice is one determined by your preferences, likes, dislikes, character, etc., as opposed to someone else's or other external forces. In that case, if we're constantly determining our own choices, how could free will even exist? Our choices are constantly being predetermined by ourselves at the very least. A purely random decision would be impossible then and we haven't even discussed the possibility of an outside force controlling us either. So where does that leave us? We'll find out, but first let's take a little hop into the time machine. It's time for a little bit of history. The problem of free will was first thought up in ancient Greece and has been attributed to both Aristotle and Epictetus. 
From there, the term free will was introduced by Christian philosophy in the 4th century. It has traditionally meant, until the Enlightenment changed it with its own meanings, the lack of necessity in human will, so that the will is free meant the will does not have to be such as it is. Later, the idea that human beings have free will, that each individual is fundamentally in control of his destiny and not the pawn of deterministic genetic or environmental forces, became a core idea during the Enlightenment period and is still discussed to this day. Of course, it has had several different variations in different cultures across the world. So in more modern times, what have experts been saying about free will? I got so confused reading about what ancient philosophers had to say, all this gibberish about compatibilists and incompatibilists, my brain was fried. Plus, it's not even relevant now that we have so much more information and research to go off of, so I want to look at a more modern view for today. Basically, other than your own free will, there are many factors that could drive your actions. For one, there's fate. And this is often what's argued most for, I would say, when people think, oh, we don't have free will, it's because they they think that our decisions are made by fate. I've brought it up a few times today as a possible way that your actions could be predetermined, but in 2023, haven't we ruled out the possibility of fate even being conceivable? My findings on fate are neither here nor there. I don't want to say anything about anyone's religion because that seems to be where the idea of fate stems from, but basically there's no t scientific proof for fate existing. And in that same sense, there's also technically no scientific proof that it doesn't exist, I guess. I suppose that fate is one of those things that you can choose to believe if you want to. For me personally, I don't believe in fate. I typically don't put a lot of stock into things that can't be proven, and some people might find that a sad way to live, <laughs> but I don't. And you know, to each their own. I don't know, it just makes me feel really out of control to think about the fact that there might be an exterior entity controlling every bit of my life. It's like, what's the point of me? Like, what is the point of me existing if that's gonna happen? But I don't know. Fate is kind of a think of it as you will type of thing. Another thing that might determine your choices for you rather than your own quote unquote free will is biology. You cannot control your need for food, oxygen, water, or shelter. And you can't, you can't tell your brain, I wrote Brian again, oh my god, I always write Brian. You can't tell your brain not to breathe. You are going to breathe. You don't even think about it because in the sense of biology, it is predetermined. It is a choice that is made for you. You have to eat. No matter what, your brain is going to tell you to eat. Same goes for all other bodily functions. Um, it's just a biological need, and that's not really a choice that you are making as a conscious human being. In addition, society can hugely contribute to your actions as well. Laws, unspoken rules, customs, traditions, etc. are all things that influence our choices. You won't kill somebody because it's against the law and society has taught us that it is unacceptable. I mean, you might personally feel that it is morally wrong to commit murder, but have you thought of that completely on your own or is that a societal conditioning because in the caveman days i have a feeling that they didn't care as much about murder because society hadn't conditioned us to believe that it is wrong now please do not take these sound bites out of context and send them to the police and be like 
Evie is telling us that murder is fine and acceptable. Because I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all, actually. But yeah, this is kind of where the standing on a table and screaming at the top of your lungs thing comes into play because that's like a societal norm or expectation that like you aren't gonna do that because it's disruptive and it's weird but it's kind of like why is it weird we can get into that another day like why that's weird but since that's not quote-unquote acceptable behavior for like a public place you're not going to do it because everybody would stare at you and it would make you seem like a social outcast so societal expectations are another huge influence on our decision making if you are a religious person another thing that could contribute to your decision making is god because a lot of the times religious people um choose to believe that god predetermines all of their decisions like you know the phrase it's god's plan or it's god's will that this happened and so that's like not the same as fate but it's kind of in the same um genre i guess you could say that's kind of another take it or leave it type of thing if you're a believer or you're not because it can be a slippery slope for some people if like a horrible event happens in their life and then it's like well why would god want this to happen again that's a bigger discussion for a different time <laughs> because i don't want to step on anyone's toes about religion but to sum up that little area biology, society, God, fate. Those are all examples of things that influence our decisions, whether we want them to or not. But perhaps the most important find in my research about whether we have free will or not was about the way our brains are wired. More recently, scientists have been able to do research into the human brain, which has led to new discoveries to help us answer this question of free will or not. Before I go on, let me just preface this next bit with the fact that I found many, many different answers in my research to the big question. And this is probably going to make you feel like there's only one correct answer, but just hold your horses because I'm going to explain it all. So according to a famous experiment done in the 1980s by physiologist Benjamin Libet, he used an EEG to demonstrate that activity in the brain's motor cortex can be detected 300 milliseconds before a person feels they've decided to move. This means that our conscious brain does not make decisions. The decisions happen in our subconscious. That can be a very scary thought because it may seem like we are not in control of our own actions. It may seem like we have no free will at all and that we're entirely driven by the animalistic biological side of our brains. And I ask you this, why does the subconscious mind not qualify as being part of you? Why should this new bit of information make it seem like you aren't in control of your own actions? Because isn't every part of you part of you? You know? Like, as I was researching this, I was like, well, why is it that we're coming to the conclusion that we don't have free will because a different part of our brains is in charge? Like, it's still our own brain. You know? So I guess it depends on whether you think of your subconscious mind as part of your brain or some sort of exterior entity that's controlling you from afar. So as I was writing this episode, I was conducting my research at the same time, which meant that I went into writing this with a certain idea in mind about free will and came out of it completely swayed. 
There's no sources I could find that prove we have complete free will, and honestly, I think it would be foolish to say that we do, because even on a daily basis, there are a thousand things that influence our decisions. Like, something as simple as, it's hot outside, I'll wear shorts. It's raining, I'll carry an umbrella. Those are all things that influence our decisions. To be honest, I can't think of a time when I made a completely uninfluenced decision all on my own. Of course, I, I'm sure that I have made those decisions, and I just couldn't think of any. I did think of one, like the time that I, out of nowhere, completely out of left field, decided to try out for show choir. It literally just popped into my head, and I just wrote my name down instantly. Like, it, there was no thought process, it just happened. That was, like, the only thing I could think of, though. Like, only big decision anyways. I'm sure there's been smaller ones, but... Yeah, so these uninfluenced decisions happen very very few and far between so even if you are a believer in free will and that we have free will we can say for sure that we don't have 100 percent free will there's just too much influencing us influencing us at any given time because even if we were to ignore societal influences and if you don't believe in god or fate you cannot turn off your biological in influences i'm sorry you just can't like it's gonna happen no matter what so now I want to look at the concept of free will from a different angle. Because we we just talked about how we, we probably don't have 100% free will, but oftentimes when discussing free will, people automatically assume that we either have 100% free will or 100% not free will. Instead, we need to look at this question from a less objective perspective. <laughs> I just rhymed. In reality, this, this topic seems to be a mix of, of both free will and not depending on the person. Your particular mix usually comes from whether you are a defeatist or an aspirational. Defeatists readily declare that their actions are a result of outside forces. Parents, family, school, jobs, government, the media, their financial status, their mental health. There's always something and it's never their fault. Their actions are always as a result of others and their, the result is radical underachievement. Aspirational people succeed much more in life because they believe that all things are subject to change and change for the better. They believe they are in control of their own life and that they can do anything they set their mind to. This is a very good quality to have, but when they don't live up to their own expectations, they often get very frustrated. Basically, we need to decide for ourselves whether we want to put more faith in determinism or free will. It can be a conscious decision how you choose to live the how you choose to make this split and live your life. Do you feel more comfortable knowing that you're fully in control, or would you rather know that some force out there is making the decisions for you behind the scenes and you're just living them out? Would you rather have someone else to blame and never have to feel guilt for a mistake, or would you rather blame yourself and only yourself? I personally think that I fall into the latter category, of wanting to blame myself when I make a mistake. It's easier for me that way. I'd rather, personally, feel that I was in control of my own life and there's not anything out there like making decisions for me. So that puts me more on the side of aspirational, I think. But then again, sometimes I can be very aspirational about my self-evaluation. So you know, that might actually be enough in and of itself to prove that I am on the aspirational side. But this whole like you can kind of decide for yourself 
what you want to believe is very comforting to think about and in the end i don't think we really know whether we have total free will or are the subject to total determinism i think that it's part this and part that and i really don't believe anything's left to fate I think here and there we will have an action that's totally driven by what we want to do at the moment with no outside force having an effect on it, like if you eat an entire cake in one sitting. There's no reason to do that other than because you wanted to, because society would tell you you shouldn't eat a whole cake. Your body would tell you you shouldn't eat a whole cake. You know, heck, God would probably tell you you shouldn't eat a whole cake. <laughs> so like the only the only decision being made there is that I want to do this. I have free will, so I'm going to eat a whole cake in one sitting. You also have the power to stand up on a table in the middle of a crowded food court and scream at the top of your lungs, but you probably won't do that because more often than not, we're driven by other motivations, like the societal expectation that you aren't going to stand up on a table and scream at the top of your lungs. (laughs) Um, But biology, social structures, identity, and everything else are all factors that contribute to your decision making. So I think a good way to finish this conclusion off is by putting free will in the terms of this website I found called The Big Think. They said, quote, perhaps thinking in absolutes is not useful on the subject of free will. Claiming that free will does not exist because freedom is not complete is like saying that truth does not exist because perfect truth is unattainable. A meaningful degree of freedom can still be present even if complete freedom is not possible. And I think that's as good of a conclusion as any, because as we've learned from my podcast and from life, nothing in this world is a black and white. Literally almost nothing is. So to think that free will is black and white is was foolish of me coming in. And I'm not trying to like make anyone feel bad because I definitely was on the was in this frame of mind of like it's either 100% free will or 100% free determinism, free determinism predeterminism and there's nothing in between and i should just know by now that everything is an an in-between but anyways remember everybody that's just (laughs) evie's two cents we don't take evie's word as law we take it with a grain of salt and do our own research if we're interested in any given topic that being said i hope you learned something today and that you enjoy this episode you know it was a fun one for me And I kind of hope that, you know, somebody takes this and stands on the table and screams at the top of their lungs because my podcast is here to incite unrest. (laughs) Never violence, just unrest. (laughs) Anyways, while you're here, go back and listen to the other episodes you haven't heard yet. They won't disappoint. And to be honest, the Infinite Universe episode, season two, episode two, I would highly recommend that one because that was probably the best one that I've ever done. Nothing against my other episodes. That one was just like the question of life. So yeah, go check those out and thank you for listening. I will see you next time on Midweek Musings. Midweek Musings airs at 6.30 on Wednesday nights on 106.1 FM in the Quad Cities area, but you can also find it on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA-FM, St. Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or St. Ambrose University.